I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL Enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Svenda, and Dean. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the AFL Enjoys podcast. My name is Dean, joined as always by the boys, fellow enjoyers of the AFL, James Matzo and George Spender. How's it going, boys? You're very well, Dean. Very well, very well, man. How you going, Dino? Doing okay, I think. That's, that's yeah. good, man. Just want to say, guys, you know, um, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to the channel, man. We're working really hard, weekly content, and um, we're working hard to do some weekly content even while a couple of us are going to be overseas. So the boys are hustling. We'd appreciate, you know, the uh, the numbers to make us feel better about ourselves. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, this is the last round review for a little while. As mentioned, yeah, a few of the boys are off on a little well-deserved holiday. So Me and Matt are going off and yeah, celebrating the sun. That's it, man. That's it. Dean's stuck here in the cold. Watching yeah. North Melbourne. Yeah, I know, I know. See, I, I had to ditch Dean. I couldn't deal with the North Melbourne <laughs> dramas anymore. For, it was just too enough, much man. for me. You're a smart man. Dean's a strong man. He's a very strong man. That's it. Um, Thick skin, yeah. man. Thick, yeah, absolutely, um, man. Someone's going to cheer the boys here, mate, locally. Yeah. Well, That's it, man. Fly the flag of North Melbourne. You, you bring it. a North Melbourne flag overseas. I'll bring yeah. a Carlton flag. Yeah. People ask us what that is. We'll say, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I did want to shout out, actually, some flowers to one of our loyal listeners and commenters, Choco. Shout yeah. out to you. Flowers to you, my friend. Thank shout you very much for the flowers. comments. Big shout out to Choco, man. Really appreciate the support, man. Like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who it is, but like, you know, I, I like... It's Choco. Know, it's Choco, of course, of course. It is Choco, but um, yeah. Nah, it's nice when we have uh, people that we don't really know commenting. It's it's nice. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it, always. Yeah. You're not a stranger anymore, Choco. Part of the Enjoyers family. Welcome. Friend of the pod, man. That's it. Um, okay, so look, boys, let's get into the round that was. So Thursday night, the Tigers with a pretty big win over the Swans, especially considering both teams were going for the eight. It was sort of billed as if you lose, that's it, you're done. I don't know. I think that's true, by the way. You reckon? I think oh, for Sydney-wise, Sydney de- yeah. For yeah. Sydney it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, credit to the Tigers. It was a close game and they just pulled away late. Yeah, similar story of like Sydney just you know close enough but not good enough. They had most of the momentum in the first half, better in the first half, but then the Tigers were just too tough, felt, and they just found a way to, to get it done. So yeah, think? well, they had a bit of a midfield dominance through, you know, the ruck in Nankovis. He had yeah, a great game. Monster, huh? He, he, absolutely monster. He's out, he's out for a couple of weeks, I think. Is he? Yeah, bump. Oh. Did you not see the bump? Huh? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, but other than, you know, apart from him, you know, going and concussing, um, <laughs> it was Jakey Lloyd. You know, he had a great game, you know. And that, that might have that won him the game, really. Maybe it was a, it was a premeditated attack. Um, but no, other than that, you know, there's the clear midfield class of Dustin Martin and uh, Shai Bolton, you know, they really came and... Um, you know, did their thing. They're a damaging duo. I don't know if they've played mm. a lot of games together this year, those two. This year, probably not. Because um, Back both to their them, best, man. Yeah, Dusty's missed quite a few games, you know, sporadically. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's a good signs for them. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm concerned for the Swans. The Swans are like, done, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. But does, does Richmond still have a chance? Well, they're currently a win out of the eight. So, yeah, of course they are. Percentage not that good, though. 
Yeah, that's that's the only thing I guess more and more as we go on that's going to matter. But it'd be interesting to see what their run home is. It's probably decent. Well, let's have I a feel like they works. they had that run at the start of the year where they were versing every tough team. So well, sure. I'll tell you what they've got the Eagles this week, yeah. then the Hawks, then Melbourne, Dogs, Saints, North. Yeah, they, they there's a couple teams they yeah. really need to beat. They're like Dogs, Saints. They're all fighting for the same spot. Oh, actually, not so much the Saints. They're somehow. They are a chance, a big chance. I think they are, yeah, you're right. And I wonder when Tom Lynch comes back as well. But if he's there for crunch time... I think he's had a setback. Might not be until finals, Ah, if that. Mm. Um, But yeah, look, man, the Swans, I did mention this a few weeks ago. I I refuse to believe that a team can go from below the eight, then they sort of rose up pretty quickly, made a grand final, and now they're back in the bottom four again. That's so crazy. Mm. Usually you're down the bottom for a while or at the top for a while. They've gone like a yo-yo lately. Yeah, it's almost like um Elliot Yo back in the day for Supercoach was like <laughs> eighty average, one hundred ten average, eighty average, one hundred ten average. I feel like their main sta- standout has just been Goulden. You exactly right. He's the only one yeah. that's gotten better from last year. That's right. Um, Parker's consistent. Yeah, yeah, he's done his thing. Like I feel like the guy that was meant to come out and really you know break out this season was Joel Amati, and then obviously he had his injury issues. Yeah, because at the start of the season he was going he was going crazy, man. You know. A physical think, specimen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think their tools are the issue and they've had the injuries throughout the year in their backs as well. I don't know how much... Yeah, it's hard to know how much we can really say, yeah, okay, injuries have stopped them. Um, but I think the ruck issue as well. I mean, I don't think Hickey's been... Hickey had a really good year a couple of years ago where he kind of broke broke out and he was like yeah, that. He was your boy. Yeah, he, he was like a meme, but it was actually good. <laughs> yeah. This year is just not up to it, so... Yeah, I don't know. I think they probably have to have a bit of an off-season look at what where their list is and just plug a couple of holes. So then I think they'll be back up there pretty quickly. How about like here's a couple like ruck ruck suggestions, right? Todd Goldstein, right? If uh, North want to move on and go with just Cherry as their ruck, or I don't know what the go is with his you know current contract situation, but Sean Darcy for uh, the Swans. Because they might want to just be like, look, Luke Jackson's our guy, you know. And then you I know. don't mind it personally. Mm. Mm. I think, yeah, considering Jackson's looked really good in the second half of the year, like, why wouldn't you consider that if you're free get a high pick? You know, Ruckman, like, well established, good Ruckman don't grow on trees. So, mm. yeah. Um, and he'd be hitting to a good midfield. Right? Oh, yeah. I, that'd be a match made in heaven, him knocking it down to Warner and Goulden and. Um, and Parker for the next couple of years as well. Because the only one, the other person he's been linked, Sydney's been linked to is Tom DeConning. Oh, actually, yeah, that's probably the one. That's probably the one. Like, probably a bit but more. But he's still, he's still like a bit of, he's not a ready-made Ruckman like nah, Darcy really. is, right? Nah, nah. But for Backman, who else? I think Tom Barras has been linked a bit to Sydney as well. Mm. Okay. Which would be interesting. I think that might be an okay. Anyone that West Coast has can get rid of that has value is probably in their best interest to get rid of for picks and... Mm. So, we'll yeah. see. I mean, they're a talented list, Sydney. I mean, they win the grand final last year, but things just haven't worked out for them. I don't, it's not the end of the world, um, mm. but it is a bit of a fall from grace. We'll see how they go next year. But they're gone, mm. I think. Yeah, they're done now. Mm. Well said, boys. And then Friday night, we had the Dogs v. the Pies. Pies, slow start, but then as they do, they're down at halftime or in a close game at halftime. It really doesn't matter. They just mm. pull away when they need to. Too much class. Yeah. And they were up by over 30 points in the last quarter as well. So, like, they really – like, even though the scoreline isn't as bad, it was only a two-goal win, they really put the foot down um, 
the pies and man, the Bont versus uh, Dacos show, man, mm. that was a lot of fun, man. They were really they'll go on like they were direct opponents for most of the game for this one. How good is this guy? <laughs> Eleven yeah. clearances, like the, all the talk at the start of the year, he seems to level up every game, right? The talk is like, oh yeah, he's a great player, great decision maker, but doesn't get any hardball. Last three weeks, he's played in the midfield, had like eight clearances, eight clearances, 11 clearances, most contested ball in his team, and he's kicking goals. And this was with Dugowie back in the team, yeah. and everyone thought, oh, Dugowie's back, he'll move out of the middle a bit more. He's the guy now. A couple of weeks ago, I said, nah, Butters, I reckon Butters is the one that is going to win the brown load. Dacos is like nearly 20 clear of him now in the coaches' <laughs> votes. <laughs> what a turnaround that was, man. He was, oh. it was like, Butters was what, like 13 clear or something? Yeah, but I realized he had the buy, right? Oh, so, yeah, fair enough. so that's, you know, let's say he's, mm. you know, three to five clear. Mm. And then, boom, boom, boom. Mm. He's almost he's a lock now for the for the round. I cannot see anyone else take it. How how is an umpire meant to give anyone votes other than Dacos in that performance? Because mm. the thing is, he scores goals as well. That's right. If and you're a midfielder that scores goals, you you get votes. And look, there was one play where he was running out of the defense. Right, he picks it up out of a stoppage, and then pinpoint kick down the ground, down down the wing, straight to a mark. Like, mm. ah. yeah, amazing. He's crazy. Amazing. In terms of Brownlow, I think you never know how. Things get ranked by the umpires, but Petrarca's got to be in with the shout too because he kicks goals. He's mm. he's owned that midfield since all of us Who's your top five Brownlow right now? It's got to be yeah, Dacos, Petrarca, Butters will still be there. Mm. Zach Merritt, four. For Not me. a bad shout. Yeah, absolutely. Zach I think the Bont still scores and Bont. Yeah, Does Actually, yeah that's a good five, I reckon. Do we think uh, Dunkley polls? It'd be interesting to see how Taranto mm-hmm. even. Well, Taranto, yeah. I think, will poll. It'd be interesting to see who gets the votes of Neil and Dunkley, though. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. that's true. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think Zach Merritt with uh, Parrish especially being out for a, a few games, there's no one really who's going to get the votes ahead of him. Like, maybe Nick Martin might steal a vote or two from him. But And there's a real world where Dacos wins the Brownlow, possibly even a Norm Smith in his yeah. second year. And a grand final. Yeah. Where we're witnessing history, really. yeah, but the, it's actually quite we're quite special because like our parents talk about generational players, and mm. you know, it, we, we had Gary Ablett Jr. Yeah, I know, but when we were kids. But do you, you know? do you really remember Gary Ablett? Like, do you really remember? I do. Okay, I do. No, nah, like him. I saw him. To be honest, I really remember his Gold Coast years. I remember his Gold Coast clearly, but like, because the thing is with him, he would just he would do these amazing things like these beautiful goals that are like the highlight of anyone else's career and he would do it week in week out so yeah yeah well nah. a lot of the commentators at the moment are saying like you know he's Dacos is the best since probably Judd right mm. and Judd obviously won Brown on his third year but even though Judd like even as a Carlton player I remember him as West Coast I remember as Norm Smith but I can't I can't really picture what Judd was doing week to week Right, Fair maybe, maybe yeah. I'll just be young. Maybe I don't know, but I can process Dacos now and the beginning of what's going to be a ridiculous career. And you know, we're seeing mm. we're seeing something special. We can, I, I I can pin in the future. I can look back at this moment and go, yeah, we knew at the start. This is the start of of a superstar. Yeah. I'm mm. a few years older than you guys, so I do remember Judd, like watching him as a kid, and he was probably the most freaky midfielder I've seen, to be honest. In terms of there'll just be a pack of guys, and all of a sudden. He's two meters out on the contest, just mm. bursting away. Like yeah. he just had that special acceleration. But speaking of crazy midfielders, Pendlebury as well. The yes. rec- record breaking disposals. That's crazy, actually. In a year where LeBron James overtook Kareem Abdul Jabbar in most ever at points in the NBA, now yeah. we're seeing Pendlebury win the record as well. So that's that's kind of that's kind of cool actually. There you go. LeBron and Pendlebury somehow linked. 
together. You know, maybe it's Pendlebury's basketball background. You know, <laughs> um, you know it's very <laughs> fitting. Who's got more? Has Pendlebury got more disposals than commentators have said he's got a basketball background? Because I reckon Ooh. it'd be, be close. very close. close. It'd be very, very close, man. <laughs> Yeah, I might, even, I might even put the bet on the basketball background one, to be honest with you. Um, um, just a quick right. note on the dogs. Like, obviously, they were outclassed in the end, but I'll tell you what, losing no admirers with this one. See, I don't know if I agree. You reckon? Yeah. No, nah, they were good. Look, they were, they were good, right? But what I'm saying is, what is your expectations for the dogs, man? Like, why, why should the dogs not be... Like, I know they're talking about Collingwood, and Collingwood's the best team, right? But the dogs just don't seem to be able to just take it to the best. And but they're not a rebuilding team. They're not like there's no reason why you wouldn't put the dogs as a list right up there. They've got a midfield that's stacked. They've got tall forwards. A little bit of injuries at the back line at the moment with yeah. Jones, but the defense is still holding up at the moment. Mm. What's the problem? Why aren't the dogs? Why can't the dogs just take that next step? For example, well, I think it's what I mentioned a few weeks ago. In my opinion, I think honestly, guys like Aaron Norton aren't as good as. Some of the other elite forwards in the league are guys like Hugo Hagen are getting much better, but not quite ready. Mm. Like Waitman's really good. good. The defense, I know that they're holding up, but I'm not sure if they did have an actual good defense, where would that take them? We're not going to know for a little while. Mm. I don't know. I, I actually think they're right where they should be at the moment. I don't expect much more from them. They're definitely better than. But you're, you're not even remotely expecting them to be a like a premiership threat. No, not yeah. at all. So they're just a team that's just around it. They're just around it. I think they're right where they belong. Mm, fair enough. And that's where they that's where they were when they won their premiership as well. I don't Let's think that's fair. true. I don't think that's true, man. They they started doing well towards the end of the year in their premiership they, year. They, but they were they were what sixth? I think seventh. Seventh. Yeah, is, that's, that's yeah. That's, but they they look so damaging when in that year they just they look like they could at any point find a way to turn it on and win. They just had like this dare about them, this skill about mm. them at that time. Mm. Yes, they, they played with a style that was almost like Hawthorne like at the time. Right, where it's like they'll just extreme skill, and they'll just find a way to make it happen. Now, what their identity is kind of, I don't know, bond, bond's mm. identity. And the other thing about them is, I've seen some statistics that they get scored on with run with um, run streaks of goals, like so often. Like teams will score six goals, seven goals in a row, and that's like that's not something they've been able to stop for ages. Mm. And that really shouldn't happen with the midfield that they have. Yeah, like, like get get yeah. the leaders to get back on on top of the ball and stop the momentum but they can't mm. and I don't think they've ever been very good at stopping like kick to kick transition either mm. so I don't know yeah look they definitely get exploited by the better teams no doubt about it um, mm. it'll be interesting to see I'm really starting to get intrigued by this top 8 race like there's so much that can go on yeah it's I really think, that I think even you know what I don't even think St Kilda are guaranteed I, that 6th spot we'll you know the top 5 I think is guaranteed to be in the 8th I don't think Essendon's dropping out. See, no. I still think there's a chance any of those teams from fifth to eighth can drop. I think the Saints. No one's a lock. Are vulnerable. We, I, we've talked about that the last couple of weeks where the Saints they just don't feel right. But then they're like, oh, but they're fifth. Mm. Oh, but they're one win out of the. Mm. But with these injuries that they just copped, Max King, I think he's out for the year. Mm. Yeah, I think we'll get to the St Kilda talk when we when we get to that <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. Um, so, I reckon we move on to the uh, game that we can skip, really. Yeah, Lions did what they should have done and what we all knew they would do against West Coast. Who, yeah. yeah. Um, Gov made his return, got subbed out, which was, you know... Um, <laughs> George's boy McLuggage continuing his hot streak of form. Yeah, yeah man. I think everyone looks good against West Coast, man. Yeah, they brought true. back uh, Gunston to kick six goals. 
Mm. I was going to say, like, I guess that's the perfect game to bring him back against. Let him kick a bag, get his confidence up. Mm. Um, because they've recruited him to help in September, not now. So, yeah. We'll That's see. a fair call. Like it's it's a very different caliber of uh, opponent that he'll be facing. Oh yeah, you there's know? just no respect to West Coast though. The coach is like, you yeah. know what? You know what we can get Gunston back into form. Put him against West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> won't stop him. Yeah, it's um, pretty ugly for the Eagles. But I guess look, you know what? Let's take the positives. Yeah. I know this might sound ironical, a bit crude, but they didn't lose by a hundred points at the Gabba. That could have been way worse. Yeah, yeah I don't look, know. If, if I'm gonna continue, we've been desensitized to how bad it can get, man. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm a North Melbourne fan as well. 100 so points <laughs> seems like just like an, an easy gettable target now for these guys. It is kind of disappointing though from the Lions. You only put in 116 points against the Eagles. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. I expected more. I don't think they ever got out of first gear. <laughs> they didn't. I'm joking. Yeah, true. I'm just looking at another positive. Elijah Hewitt had a decent game, man. That's probably his best showing so far. Yep. This season. Um, and yeah, and that's exactly what they need. They need young guys to come in and... You know, show their colors. Even Chesser had a half decent game as well because usually he's just he's nowhere really near it. Whereas you know, at least he's you know he's racking up a couple of disposals. Um, yeah, other than that, it's the slim pickings for the uh, positivity out of the the Eagles camp. Yeah, fair um, enough, man. And for Brizzy, yeah, they just get another win that they need at the Gabba. And yeah, Ashcroft was massive, huh? Yeah. See, it's it's a kind of annoying that that like. Uh, Puts him into rising star favoritism now, just because he smacked it. Lee. Can we talk about this? Well, I was listening to um, David King and um, yeah. Jared Waitley this morning, right? And David King obviously is a North Melbourne man, right? But he didn't even mention he, he he's like, oh, it's a two horse race for the rising star, and he said it in a way that it was like it was obvious that it was Owens and um, what's it called. Uh, Ashcroft. Ashcroft, right? So, which is really interesting. And I said that to you guys um, on the weekend. Not that I believe that Sheasel shouldn't be in the rising star contention, but it almost feels like he's slowly declining. He's he's a first-year player. He's a gun, right? But it just feels like the expectations on a midfielder in his first year is so high that when his output slowly, slowly reduces, he's he's gone. And But this is the thing. Mm. That's not what I believe, but it's easy. The media, they push their kind of perspective and agenda and it kind of switches on and everyone just adopts it straight away. Well, that's the thing, right? And, and let's just get the facts straight. Obviously, both... Like, we're actually very lucky. This has been a great uh, rookie mm. year for all these draftees. Mm. Fantastic stuff. She's all... Like, everyone's talking about his dip in form. He hasn't gone below 20 touches since yeah. round six. I know. And he did it against the Cats at Geelong and he wasn't even playing in his usual position. They actually moved him around the ground. Mm. Meanwhile, the overreaction to Ashcroft beating up on the Eagles midfield with his elite midfield by his side is kind of ironic. Like, but that's why I think Owens is going to win, man. If if Owens wins, look, I think Owens he's been wins. great. He's been great. That is, they 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 do it with talls or semi talls that compete. They don't give it to the midfielders. I'm telling you. Look, ultimately it doesn't matter. But the fact, like this thing that Sheasel's dropped off in form, is just hilarious to me. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's very, very like it's a big overreaction, man. And it's a, I feel like any award, especially when it's the rising star, how is it voted for? Is it just you give you give one to five points for every player for each player? So per, per game, or is no, it by the media? No, just each person that votes for it has um, a five voter, four voter, three voter, two voter, and one. And voter. it's media votes, yeah. Well, it's it? not media; it's whoever the selectors are. 
Okay. So if you're enough. like Kane Corns, right, you may go, oh, I'll give my five to Ashcroft, my four for Owens, my three to Sheasel, my two to... So it's it's just an award by people that are just decided that, yeah, their opinion matters. Like, <laughs> Yeah, bad. They probably don't even watch half the games these kids are playing in, to be mm. honest. Anyway. They, should, they should almost vote it like a brown though, you know, and actually make it, you know, the best, you know, for every game of the year, not just, you know, the last six weeks. Yeah. But in saying that, I'm not... I'll, I'll, I'd be surprised if Sheasel doesn't have a fantastic last, you know, five rounds of the season. So, or six yeah, rounds, whatever it is. Honestly, it really does not matter. But it doesn't matter at all. It's just no. the perception sometimes is well, just hilarious. I just found it interesting that David King... A Norse just, man. But well. he just... He, he didn't even mention Sheasel. It was just like, oh, it's a two-horse race. He does it. Every now and again, Kingy tries to act like he's not a North fan by giving yeah. a complete... 180 opinion <laughs> against North true, just to true. balance it out because he is yeah anyway yeah. Um, we'll move on to the uh, Giants versus Hawthorne That's this, a, this is as skippable as the other one man you reckon yeah is it that bad I, I watched a bit of this game worst bloody game I've ever seen bro yeah it was two teams that aren't good enough like for one of them to put the other away but definitely also not bad enough where bro, it was actually infuriating yeah it was a Pretty of a difficult watch. I agree. Did you did you catch any of it? Yeah, I was watching it in the background while I was eating or something. I can't remember. <laughs> but I don't think it was that bad. But maybe I was just kind of watching my super coach guys and they were kind of, you know. Well, that's what I was watching as well. But mm. Yeah, and no. then just, yeah, no, fair enough, man. Fair enough. The thing I just found that was crazy is the outlier game from Josh Kelly. He yeah, literally yeah, true. had like, uh, he was unsided. He was unsided. And I'm like, uh, well, well, let's, six was, disposals. Was it six? I think it's the, the lowest he's had since like his debut year or something like Who that. Who was tagging him though? Uh, um, McGuinness. McGuinness. Yeah. That, that what a great job he did. I know. And I'll say for that matter as well, Tom Green only 17 disposals. Mm, man, that, yeah. that Hawthorne midfield, all of a sudden, they're, they're, uh, they're constrictive, man. They, they, put, they put players on clamps, you know. Yeah, but couldn't get it done though. So <laughs> Yeah, true. So it doesn't really matter. But they the definitely end, but. had their chances. Yeah. Like this was not a game that like Giants have been good. And um, they get the win and they move on, right? But that was not an impressive performance. No. 15 more clearances for Hawthorne. Yeah. But 12 more turnovers. Yeah, so, I mean, sort of threw away a pretty good opportunity to win that yeah, one. And really, I think Cogs put him on their back, mate. Three goals from the midfield. Mm. Yeah. Like, the guy who... And we've talked about him a few times this year on the pod. Will Day, man. He's so good. Mm. He's just so good. Like, he... Like, to me, it's... It's Pendles like in the way that he's clean with the ball in hand, and he's he mixes that with the toughness to go inside and get his own. So man, they've got one there with Will Day, hundred percent. But he also missed a really obvious goal that if he had kicked, it would have put him in the race. Two in a two. row. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I think I mean shout out to Josh Ward who kicked two goals straight. The youngster, one of them being quite an impressive goal. Mm. But yeah, uh, I just think the Hawks one of those ones where. They'd be kicking themselves. They got close. But for the Giants, really important win for their season. Not a flashy one, but I think they've won like five in a row now. Yeah, or five out of the last six, something yeah. like that. Well, they are now 10th and only like two points at the eight. Yeah. So they're firmly in contention for finals, but do they really deserve it? I, I get, you know, based on their previous performances, yeah, they've won um, some. They've won some key games, man. And this week they've got a huge game against Adelaide in Adelaide. If they can somehow pull off a result there, which I don't think so, but no, I'm not going to be tipping it. But you know, that yeah, puts them firmly into the you know into contention. That's the thing that is happening every week now. Is like 
we'll see a team's result. Oh, they're in a bit of form. And then we'll look at the like the top eight picture. Like, oh, they're a chance. And then they lose and another team just and like, yeah, becomes nah, more favorable. No, they're useless. Sydney win next week. Oh, you know what? They could do it. They could <laughs> do it, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's one of those ones with them. But yeah. Um, yeah, well, actually, speaking of that top eight picture, so the Saints, 21-point loss to Melbourne. Mm. I think it's – I do believe now the Saints – Season just going to go down from here. Yeah, the injuries are taking their tolls. Kings out. Yeah, they've dealt know. with injuries all year, so it might be possible. I mean, they've got a good defensive team, um, but yeah, you you can kind of build the narrative now around them. They're only a couple of games clear from the teams that are challenging for the eight. Now Kings out. They had a couple of other injuries. Who was the uh, the hamstring to um, one of their midfielders? You know what? Whatever I might retract my comment because they've got Suns, North Hawks in the next three games. That yeah. might just set them if they can win all three. True. And you know what? The uh, resurgence of you know one of the top five midfielders of the last four years, Jack Steele, right? Jack Steele had a freaking amazing game, man. He's back. Like that, that, he, that was the McCluggage of last week. Exactly. And just yep. out of nowhere, just looks mm. like he's back and and uh, winning a lot of hard ball, covering the ground, getting a lot of uncontested stuff as well. Yeah, that's the thing that I was impressed with, man. His running was um, was fantastic during that game. So it's good to see that he's back. You know, <laughs> very very highly regarded midfielder on this pod, apart from from Dean. Um, a- <laughs> Dean doesn't think he's handsome. That's why. Yeah, that's it, man. Dean's I'm just, jealous. No. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing um, is, I did trade out, rage traded out Jack Steele this week in Supercoach. That's why matters. Cheekily bringing him up. Like he probably would have anyway, but yeah, I deserve that. That's fine. Yeah, no. Um, can I just say, courtesy of our friend of the pod, Chris, in one of our chats, mm-hmm. post Jack Sinclair's last five games, thought mm-hmm. I'd just mention this because it is quite impressive. Yeah. 33 touches, 30 touches, 36 touches, 31, and then 32. Man, he's balling at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is impressive, man. And yeah, Jack as, Sinclair. As a full time midfielder, like yeah. he's not a halfback anymore. He's doing a Rory Laird, man. He's yeah. doing a Rory Laird, man. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they, they kind of need him in there, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like halfbacks, they'll find they already have Wanganin Malera, who's come in and pretty much taken that spot. And Jack so, Steele's been average this year. So, yeah. Well, Jack Steele, apart from last week, he has been <laughs> average, right? Um, but, you know, he's now that you got Steele, you know, starting to, you know, come into his own and Sinclair in the guts, and Brad Crouch hasn't been. That bad. He's right, been he's know. been good this year. I mean, Mason yeah. Woods continued consistency on the wing. Mm. Um, Jade Gresham can mm. play a little bit of midfield, kind of do a little bit that Papley thing where he goes through the midfield a little bit. <laughs> yeah, not as skillful, I don't think. But mm. the other thing is, um, Jack Billings comes back in for his first game. I think this year, Jack Billings. Oh, yeah, it's kicks um, a goal. Yeah, I don't know whether he's where he's at in his career. Yeah. Um, a lot of injuries. He'll get traded soon. Probably, you think so? or he'll probably just get delisted. Probably sent to Carlton. Yeah, true, true. So you guys need a forward. So we need a, a we forward. need a talented player that doesn't play footy. And yeah, gets that's injured all the time. Perfect. perfect. Another Jack Martin McGovern situation. <laughs> so Max King, Seb Ross was the midfielder, and Zane Cordy all injured. I don't know how other than Max King. I don't know how important yeah. Seb Ross is, mm. but Zane Cordy. Again, I don't know how important he is, but he's a kind of a tool for their structure. So, mm. do they have another person to come in? Yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure. Man, Where's like, memory? I just thought like Jack Billings, I think he's good mates with Luke McDonald from North. So Best maybe mates. we can have another, you know, mid player like Jack Billings come to the squad and, you know. Uh, bring in another average player that's not really good at anything. Exa- not, exactly. Yeah. Get another, yeah, shit, yeah, shit player from that draft. Um, <laughs> you know, it's an option. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Um, what about Petrarca, mate? Mm. 
Every time this guy plays, he's just so obviously the best player on the field. That's yeah. why I think he might be in for a Brownlow shout. Yeah. To be honest. No one's getting votes other than him. No. Like instead mm. of they'll give him three votes and then they'll just two and one, they just won't give to anyone. Yeah. And look, NA, and not the, applicable. The other thing about <laughs> <laughs> the other thing with that is that Oliver's gonna be out for like yep. two months of the season. Mm-hmm. So here it, it really it's it's primed for him to contend for the Brownlow. Uh, he's a Brownlow quality player, that's yeah. for sure. Your mm. team wins by four goals and you kick four straight. You want you are the match winner. Yeah. You're getting the three votes, and he's done it. Not quite the four goals, obviously, but he's every time I watch Melbourne, he's just by far and away the best player on the field. Mm. Anytime he touches the ball, yeah, he's a superstar, and that's even whilst Oliver's playing a lot of the time. Yeah, like Petrarca. But when that, Oliver's not playing, it's so the golf is so obvious. Yeah, the golf, the golf, <laughs> man. And Max Gorn hasn't been like the same level that he's been. Mm. Um, in previous years, yeah, nah, and so his his uh, production is nerfed by the. Yeah, he's, by been nerfed. Grundy. he's been nerfed. Yeah, he's, he's been gone. He's just, he was getting too OP in the game. You know what I mean? Too too OP in in online. You know, um, yeah. I reckon Gorn is just chilling this year, waiting for September, and Maybe. then in, in finals he's gonna just go crazy. I I like that, like you know, load management. You know, I reckon, the season. Yeah, I don't possible. I don't mind it. You know what I mean? There's no way he's trying his hardest right now. No well, way. He doesn't need to try. That's he's what got, I'm saying. He's got Hosier playing in the field as well. Yeah, 100%. The, the one thing I will say, do you know you get the Hosier reference? No. No, I was just saying, Mike. Hosier is? Hosier? Yeah. The singer? No, he didn't just agree with you just to get you to <laughs> shut up or something. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't even check like what you said. I was like, oh, yeah, I think even, I heard one thing. I didn't even listen to me on the podcast. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. Like, what I will say is I watched this game and I was as frustrated as the GWS game because the Saints had a lot of ball. They, they got it forward often. But man, talk about the intercepts in Melbourne. Like these guys just rinse and repeat, kicked it into the 50 and Melbourne marked it and got it out. For the whole game. Stephen May is yeah. incredible, man. That is like, I, I think he's the best defender in the league. He is. Honestly, like. Oh, is he better than Tom Stewart? Uh, you know what I'm going to say, you know what? Lockdown defender. I'm going to say Steve May because he locks down, but he also does the intercepting as well. Yeah, no, so true. in for that, and he really, because Max King went down, he was able to just run amok. You know, he didn't yeah. have to worry about having to deal with Max King anymore. So he's like, all right, here's my chance. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go crazy. And to be honest, because King went down, it was actually kind of the Owen show a little bit. Mm. I mean, this guy does have to compete pretty hard for a youngster. Almost kicked a, a bag as well. A couple, one goal bounced on the line and then bounced out. Like, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, that's like, like I don't know, some force saying, nah, nah, I can't. Ashcroft has to win the rising star. <laughs> intervention. Yeah, that was an intervention. Um, but yeah, that was just annoying to watch, man. Yeah, Kick fair it enough. to your forwards. Yeah, it's sometimes when you're barely winning the midfield battle and you just don't have time to lower the eyes. It's like, oh, you just end up bombing up to nobody. Um, can I just say a really fun stat line? Rowan Marshall, 30 disposals for a Ruckman. Crazy. 10 marks, 7 tackles. Only 15 hitouts, obviously coming up against Gorn and Grundy, but he made him pay with his disposable around the ground, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and he got the little. He's got my favorite icon on fan footy, the Atlas symbol. Oh yeah, Where it's oh, like he's yeah. carrying the whole team. Yeah. I love that shit, man. See, the <laughs> thing is with that is like Steel and Sinclair both had decent games as well. So but like, Steel got the pig. Yeah, and Sinclair got the gun. Oh, what about Wanganin Malera, mate? 33 disposals, magnet. seven marks. He's there the you magnet. Go. I'm really mm. loving his second half of the year. He's yeah, a player. he's really... Mm. Who is that, sorry? Wangi Malera. Oh, yeah, man. He's killing it, man. Great player. Okay. Love watching him. Mm. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one. Port, another... Is that 13 in a row now? Yeah. 
Bloody yeah. hell. 13 wins in a row. They beat the Suns, who I will say, first half, Suns were playing really well. Mm. And then the power, another nine-goal third quarter. It's yeah. like a common thing here at Adelaide Oval. They just put teams to absolute bed. The premiership quarter, mate. Mm. I want to say, before we move, say like too much about Port, shout out to Took Miller, man. Yeah. Made his return, he's man. Back, yeah. He's He's one of the premier midfielders in the competition. Nice to have him back, you know. Makes footy. Makes watching footy a lot better. Makes watching Gold Coast a lot better. So, shout out to him coming back, man. But um, in the end, man, the, the Port, they're just they're a well-oiled machine at this point. Very cliche. Sorry about that, guys. But, you know. <laughs> Um, it's it's yeah. You don't expect Gold Coast to go over to Adelaide and and you know um, and to win, but they they gave us a bit of a show up to you know halftime. And the most accurate kick in the competition, Levi Casbol, four <laughs> goals straight, mate. Trying to yeah. keep them in it, mm, but he couldn't couldn't do it. Did everything he could, man. I want to just tell you guys this, yeah. So halftime, the score is thirty nine to thirty three. Port is losing mm. three quarter time. They're up 89 to 46. <laughs> now, and what's especially impressive about that third quarter, nine goal scorers, so no multiple goal kickers. Wow. Just domination. Yeah. Did you guys see the Rosie goal? No. What happened? You didn't see the Rosie goal from the boundary? No. Hmm. Mate, yeah. Uh, defi- defi- I was at work at the time. Defied like, physics, bro. Defied really? physics. All right, man. We'll have you to know, check it out. Um, um, you guys keep talking. I'm going to watch it live on the pod. Where is it? <laughs> Fair enough. Live on the pod. A couple of people have said it might be goal of the year. No, play it out. Play it out. <laughs> All right, man. Look, so right now, um, commentate. So the the snap. Well, no, the snap, not, not no, that one, no, man. I was not, gonna say, I'm like, that's 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 mid, man. No, no, he dribbles it along the boundary. Oh, it stuns. Yeah, it must. And be then he high fives the crowd. That's he, how you know it's good. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, he's running on. Oh. Oh, okay. You might have to show me now. Yeah, no, nah, well, <laughs> the thing is about it is that it's just like a straight line, this beautiful line between. But th- th- they know, gave you the a ground. bad angle. They gave you a oh, bad okay. angle. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm sure there's better angles, but regardless, you know, I can see what's going on there, mate. That's uh, unbelievable. That, that's what I'd do if I was a footy player and I kicked the goal. I'd just get involved with the crowd. Mm. Yeah. Do oh, a secret like- handshake with one of like the cheer squad people. <laughs> just have a plant. Just have like a dude that you know knows yeah, all the yeah, handshakes yeah. and be like, hey, yeah, bro, you can point this. to, you can point to. Yeah, man. I, I think that's, as a sports star, I'd love to do the point and just point at random people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, not know them. It's like, hey. What about, yeah. would you ever do this? The yeah. silence of the shush. Oh yeah, Are you I'm kidding me? Not, I don't, like, I don't it's th- disrespectful. If you're if you're at the away team, hundred percent you do that. Yeah, you I to. think the th- the thing is, Dino and I are both FIFA fans. We know what the shush means. Yeah. The shush is just ultimate disrespect. It's toxic. Yeah, it is big time. It's like <laughs> it's like not sw- not um skipping your um goal score <laughs> when you're versing someone online. And the other thing, oh, this is getting a bit of a tangent here. But back at one stage, you couldn't even choose. To skip, oh, basically, you could skip your opponent's goals and your own. If people skipped when you scored a scissor kick or an outside of the goal banger, those people are scumbags, man. 100%. Those people, let me see my outside of the, you know, outside of the box, absolute, you know, banger goal. Yeah. That's rude, you know. I want to see what I just did, man. I want to enjoy my work a little bit, well, unless think, it's a tap in. Then you skip. I think Rosie's probably watched his highlights a couple times though. You're not skipping those highlights. Bro. You'd that's, have to. That's, can you imagine you're playing AFL 23 online and someone skips that goal? I'd, <laughs> Matt. Can you imagine you're playing AFL 23? <laughs> no. Not at all. Not at all. Did they fix those bugs? I haven't heard anything from it, actually. I don't know. It just died out. I, I never bought the game. It died personally. after week one. I think they fixed yeah. it, but no one believes them. So yeah. <laughs> no one's bothered checking. 
I think it's social fixed. Me- check again, check yeah. again. Social media pushes games so heavy. Like you want to see clips of things, right? You know what I mean? Like if you're playing FIFA or even Dino and I, we're big Zelda fans. You can there's content you can be making about Zelda apart from the storyline about gameplay and look, I did this really cool shit. There's nothing probably like that on AFL twenty three. It's like, oh look, you did a mark. And then you took a set shot from 50 and but you like, scored how, it. Like, can you, where's the excitement in that game? But you know? can you like control? Is it like one of those ones where you can actually, the skill of the the team and the, the person finds I've, a way to know? Yeah. I've said, and I actually commented on Caden McDonald's video about this. And I think he parted it. So shout friend, out to Caden. Friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> but what I did say was, we need to stop trying to make a proper AFL simulation game. Make one of those like NBA Jam, fake but fun Big hits, big speckies, something a bit unrealistic. Yeah. That's what the people will actually play because it's fun. You want speed, you want it to be, yeah. You can't simulate AFL. It's a crazy sport. Mm. Yeah, that's it, you true. You just can't. Because I feel like every AFL game I've played, they pick up the ball and they're just running super slow. Yeah. And then someone all of a sudden has this incredible speed to chase <laughs> you no, down. It's like Why the tackle. It's like, it's like the like, tackle in our yeah. opening clip. Were you yeah. tackled in? Yeah, that legit. That, that's how like, bad Dean's it is. just walk, running like that's you know, how bad and it is. And then I'm, you know, no, I, that's the 100% voice. And what happens in these games is it's all just about like pick up the ball, get tackled, then you tackle that guy, then you tackle that guy. Just whoever's last <laughs> to get tackled gets the ball in the end because everyone's down. <laughs> There's no context to the game. It's crap. Yeah, no, yeah it's just trash. Shout out trash. to Big Ant Studios for trying to keep making it. But like, boys, just go for my style. I'm telling you, people will play it. True, um, man. There we go, man. Shout out to Dino with his, uh, you know, hey, man. Um, video game production skills, man. That's it. Uh, can I just say as well, we're talking a lot about the eight. So just back to the footy for a yeah. sec. We're talking a lot about who's going to make the eight. Oh, the race is exciting. Let's just be real right now. Collingwood and Port have home prelims. They're both making the grand final. Port's not losing at Adelaide Oval. They're going to play there twice. Collingwood's not losing at the G. They're going to play there twice. Spoiler alert, guys. Can we just... I know it's... I'm actually really excited about the eight race, but it really doesn't matter, does it? Like, (laughs) who's going to beat these guys? That's fair. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, it's going to be, yeah, Collingwood-Port Grand Final and at the MCG, Collingwood are probably going to win. Port rocks out in the prison bars. Yeah, the prison bars. Winner keeps the prison bars. (laughs) (laughs) What would Collingwood's New Jersey be? Have Collingwood... Oh. Oh. Um, What would they have? I don't know. That magpie one that you can picture like Chris Tarrant in or Alan Dyder. Yeah, you know okay. Yeah, they they's got to work. They got to run with that from now on. Yeah, that oh. was pretty tough. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just have an all black jersey. They just fold as a team. They're not black and white. They're nothing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they just get disqualified. And then, and then Dacos, Dacos comes to the north. If that happens, <laughs> to north, <laughs> he comes to north. That's can it. we just bring this up again? Yeah, because I just think about it every now and then and get yeah. upset. Right. North had the number one pick. And were bullied into taking Horta Francis because we knew that we couldn't get Dacos anyway, so we didn't bid on him. Well, he should have been ours. There's no way he comes to you, man. No, it just if be Father a... Son didn't exist, we would have picked him. Oh, yeah, that's Father the thing. Son. Yeah, it just shouldn't exist. It just shouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, so you, do you not want Cooper Harvey? I love Cooper. Harvey. I love Cooper we'll Harvey, get to but we'll like, get I'd to rather have Dacos. Yeah, he's straight only start, up. I don't care. I don't care whose son you are, bro. I want you on the team. <laughs> like straight. Let's be fair. Look, let's if you if you had Nick Dacos, um, you'd be better. Yeah, absolutely, mate. We, <laughs> mate, we would right. have had we would have had him and Ashcroft. Think about it, man. The people are watching for, for these Ugh. key opinions from George. Dacos yeah. equals better team. That's just well, Dacos has made them. You heard a, it here first. Dacos has made here. them a grand final team. Yeah, fair. He has, man. Imagine having Dacos and Ashcroft in the same midfield running around. But Collingwood wouldn't, be, Collingwood wouldn't be the team they are without 
Dacos. Not even close. No, I, I agree, man. I agree. But we would. There's another Ashcroft. As well. Man, it's it, Brisbane are getting OP as well. You know what I mean? From these father and son. They need to be nerfed. Sons. They need to be nerfed. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Man. We can't. We can't. Lockie Neal has to play with like ankle weights or something. <laughs> McLuggage. <laughs> that's why McLuggage is leaving at the end of the year. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Got to nerf him up a bit. That, yeah, true, true. It's, it's getting a bit too OP. Are Collingwood and Port playing each other for the rest of the year? Um, How, I can. Who won one. when they played? Yes. Actually, they are. They Round are. There's already a sellout, actually. I already yes. read that. Round Second versus first in next Adelaide. week. Yeah, oh, that's and huge. I'll be, I'll in be, Adelaide, I'll be watching on the beach. What happens if Paul wins that? <laughs> That'd be mental. In Greece, it's gonna be fantastic. Um, That'll be crazy. Yeah. Port should win at home. I think that they can win. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. We mentioned Cooper Harbiver before, so let's talk a bit north. Are, we, only, are we skipping? Oh, that's the next game. Oh no, no we good. Cool. We good. Works well. So, so I wrecked your really good segue no, there. No, that's all good. That's all good. <laughs> I was actually just going to say, you guys can take over for a bit because I'm just going to build my rage and then unleash my vent that I've got planned. Look, I, I don't have a lot to say because I woke up after night shift at like 2 p.m. that day. And um, basically, I woke up and I saw on fan footy that uh, it was like 60 to 15. I'm just like, <laughs> no, nah, it's not happening today. I don't have the, I don't have the mental capacity and the uh, it just wouldn't have done my well-being any good to watch that. So honestly, I didn't watch. And the only like it, it just it doubled down on me a little bit more when I found out that uh, Griffin Logue did his ACL, and he's been one of the shining lights, you know, in the defense this year. It's just it's after you know about four four or five weeks of real good positivity and you know um, honorable losses, you know that Dino you know so famously enjoyed. It's it hurts. It hurts, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched a bit of this game, and it was so one-sided. It just it was a non-event, really. Yeah. It's it's so quickly became just like a, a smashing, and uh, yeah, it, it there was just no chance to long lost that game at any point. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, here we go. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. As this much is, as this said, is therapy, really. The the honourable losses recently have been so much fun. Like, I was at that Sydney game, which, had we won that, like we should have, aside from that technicality. The season, I know, like, it's only one win, but, you know, you lose a few in a row, you win, you lose a few, you win. Like, it, yeah. you know, it's the nourishment, as David Noble used to say last year. North Melbourne comes into this game. Obviously, I'm sitting here watching, but I'm thinking, we are no chance. I'm not stupid. I know we're <laughs> going to lose. But we come out, yeah, and at the 12-minute mark of the game, we're up 12 to 8. Can you then explain to me how 20 minutes later, we're down 53 to 12? Yeah, your burst lasted five minutes. Well, what I'm trying to say is things go downhill so quickly with this team. Yeah. Like we looked good in the first 10 minutes. We were tackling, putting pressure on. It was a pretty even game. And then Geelong just with absolute ease is winning every center clearance. Yeah. I think it was 8-0 in the first quarter or something dumb like that. Every center clearance, every ball's going in the 50. As soon as that ball hits the deck, North has no body in the defense that can pick up the ball below the knees cleanly and quickly shoot it off to a teammate. And like we see with every team, the ball hits the deck, it gets recycled out the back of the contest, and then it leaves the 50. It's such a routine thing that every team does, but North has Zebel, can't pick up below his knees anymore. Ben Mackay, you wouldn't really expect that too much. Griff Logue, he's always usually like flying up and being the one trying to fist it. He's not at the ground. Flynn Perez is getting a game. McDonald. Why? Luke McDonald. I mentioned him last week. He's the captain. He's one of our smaller players in that defense. He should be the one you're like, yep, yeah, this guy's clean. Good. All right, Luke's got it. He's just not. He's crap. 
Everyone else in that defense, no one is helping the fact that when you're not winning the clearance, we can actually stop a team. And on the midfield, like LDU played well. Everyone else, Simkin gets concussed again, third time this year. This is becoming a problem now. Mm. Something's not right there. Um, you know, we've dropped Will Phillips. Lazaro comes in. Lazaro, I want it to work, but the reality is he's a VFL player. It's not going to happen. I agree with that. We've dropped Tristan Jerry. He stuffed the stat sheet, but we lost every clearance. I'm not going to pin it on him entirely, but, you know, you've got Goldie sitting there in the resis. I reckon just play Goldie until he can't walk anymore, to be honest. Like, you got to respect one of the best players in your history. A bit more than that. Um, so, anyway, look, Geelong, they were taking the piss at one point, man. They were in that first quarter or early second, they had three set shots from about 50 yard, and every player was just like taking the full 30 seconds and then kicking it 10 meters closer. It was just a piss take. I saw that, and yeah, that the coach would have been pretty upset about that. It was and a piss take. It was, yeah. It, that just shows that the disrespect, what that is. 100%, man. And some of the center bounces, like they've got, I think it might have been Stanley in the ruck, Blitzavs, Atkins. And like Tom Stewart on ball. And you're looking at it like, these guys are experimenting, they're taking the piss, and they're still winning every clearance. I was filthy, man. The tackle count as well. When you're getting pumped, usually you have the tackles in your favor. Geelong was just monstering us completely. Yeah, Too big, too strong. 100%. I do think you guys have, have recruited well in the midfield. Um, probably time to start going into the back line, half backs, small forwards, these type of... Like there's a lot. Yeah, I think your midfield is going to be okay in the next couple of years. But you're right, your, your forward and back line has got no idea. I think the forward will be okay as well. I mean, Cooper well, Harvey yeah. took five contested marks today, kicked a goal. He looks good. Larky's yeah. still good. Zohar's still good. Taron Thomas is good. The thing is with Cooper Harvey, he was I think he was lining up on um, Mullen the entire game, who's not an AFL player. You know what I yeah. mean? So he was able he was able to use his experience and now to just bully him. You got a couple of contested marks as well. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got them all on Mullen is what I'm saying. Right. So it's like, I don't think it's like the most impressive thing. But at the very least he's competing and he's beating someone who he should be beating. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's at least the positive you can take out of that. And his first goal as well was, you know, he, I think yeah. he, he said it himself. I, I hit it flush and he really did, man, from 50 meters. That's a great goal to start off with. That's the thing, man. Um, and for me, like there's too many players on the list that just have no standout skill. Like at the very least, like I mentioned Luke McDonald, he's not quick, he's not tall, he's not strong. Lockie Young's getting a game, first of the year. He's not tall enough, he's not quick enough. He's not, not good enough, enough in the air. Man. He's not skillful enough. Flynn Perez, he's a smaller guy. He's not quick enough. He's not strong enough. He's not skillful enough. Like you got to at least like you want to look at a guy that's a bit slight and say, man, he's he's quick. Mm. Or man, he can jump. Mm. Or he can kick really well. He can kick really well. Like there's just nothing mm. in certain players and it just holds the whole team back and it's really frustrating. Mm. Um, on Geelong, yeah, look, they needed to win this. They're at home. They were never going to lose. Um, Zach Tui, fair play to him. Mm. Most games ever from an Irishman. Yeah, um, credit to him. Credit to <laughs> Make me smart, man. I appreciate uh, it. What about, what about your favorite small forward, Tyson Stengel, five goals too? That would have infuriated you even more. <laughs> no, here's the thing though, yeah. I, I don't dislike the guy. I just think anyone that thinks he's better than he is, just anyway, you're, you're at the feet of DeLong's forwards. Yeah, he's not in the S tier of no forwards. Way. You know what I mean? Like he's A, B tier. Well, like I'm yeah, saying... Probably A. We'll give him A. He's, yeah. he's been an All-Australian. We'll give him A. Well, most of his goals were in the goal square because he's leaking out the back and we're not winning any ground ball and he knows it. Mm. And he's just taking the risk, cherry-picking the goals anyway. I'll tell you what. Mitch Duncan kind of wound back the clock as well. 
course. <laughs> against. <laughs> yeah, good on him, man. If you want to go, if I go through the North list, I want you guys to tell me whether they like keep or get rid of, like, or got oh. a future, doesn't have a future, right? right. Yep. Y- Uniaki? Keep. 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 Luke McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Well, here's the thing we've made him captain. That doesn't uh. matter. Look, it doesn't really matter. Port, that shows their culture. Tom Jonas. Is I agree, captain? but we're not going to drop him. Okay. So, Cherry? Keep. Yeah. Bailey Scott? Keep. keep. He's been one of our best this year. Zuha? Keep. Greenwood? He's got to go. Uh, he's he's got to go. At some point, he's got at to go. At some look, point, go. It's like he's one of those dudes, you keep him around just for training drills, you know. But know. we do need him right now because he's at least shows some skills and he's a big body. Yeah. That's fair. Taron Thomas? Keep. 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 Absolutely. Zeeble? Nah. He's got to retire at the end of the year. Yeah, soon. Oh, I think it's no, time for Zeeble to go. Soon, well. yeah. but again, who's replacing this guy, man? Look, it doesn't matter. He just he has to go, man. I'm sick of seeing... We're just sick of seeing him play, man. Like... It's yeah. I think someone f- else needs to be given the reps that he has. How old is he? Man? Takes, he's pretty old. Bro. I don't know, like forty three. <laughs> like he's just he he takes but, too many disposals and too much experience points. I agree know? with you, man. <laughs> oh, players, the you one know? game we drop him, who's in his place? Lockie Young. What's the point? <sighs> yeah. No, if there was we'll, someone with actual potential there, then yeah. But like, he's yeah, not him. I, he's I not it. Yeah. Fair L- enough. Lazaro. Nah. No. Ben Mackay. Where's he going? Probably Port Adelaide or Sydney. Eddie Ford. Keep. Um, Aiden Core. <laughs> Next. Uh, see, that's the. Th- that yeah, your defense is absolute shit. It's woeful, bro. It's, it's filth. Mackay and I probably Logue, didn't realize how bad it is until I've looked at Mackay it. Mackay and Logue are the only ones who you say, yep, yeah, they'd be on other teams. Mm. Every other player wouldn't be getting games. Yeah, it's fair. Facts. Cool. Yeah. Cooper Harvey, Nick Larky, Flynn Perez. Keep, keep, get rid of. Yep. <laughs> Darcy Agreed. Tucker. No, uh, look, yeah, for ex- he's okay. Break glass in case of emergency. Exactly, yeah. Oh, she's all we know. Lucky Young. What's the point? <laughs> Paul Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Curtis. Keep is good. Paul. Stevenson. Yes. Yep. He's been good this year. Fantastic. Callan Coleman Jones. Yes. Yes. Keep. Simkin Logue. All right, so there's what? There's what? Um, I don't know. Six or seven players that are just shocking. And that's what I'm saying is like at the end of the year, they need to leave, trade, get in a few or free agent a couple guys and draft a few more good ones and it, we are not that far away. I know it's bad I'm complaining, but like we do have good players. Oh, but the bad ones are so bad, mm. it's horrendous. Yeah. I think the there's about four or five players who have who are really the top liners, you know, when in a few years' time. Larky, top liner, Sheezel, Wardlaw, LDU. There's so many top high, high end talents. And can we I need say to take yeah. we need to take advantage of this time. And can I say yeah. as well, I've famously been anti-Simkin in the past. I've come around to him but he's the reason why, yeah, because you do need A-graders, like genuine A-graders. You look at guys like LDU, as soon as Sheezel and Wardlaw come in the team, every North fan and the AFL Ward's looking at it like, oh, okay. No one's been saying that about Simkin all these years, even though he's won back-to-back Sid Barker medals. There was a time, there was a time where Simkin was killing it and he was our main midfielder. But it, he, it was like, a, I don't know, like six weeks and that was it. Yeah, but look at the difference so, of the elite talent. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah. He's not elite. He's not elite. That's he's what I'm just, saying. He's fine. We've got a couple, and he took a long time as well. Yeah, Simkin. so he's fine. I'm not saying get rid of him, but we have lacked a great talent. We finally got a few now. We need a couple more, and there's just so much deadwood carrying this club down. I'm sick. It's of it. hard to get rid of those last. Like Carlton has struggled to get rid of those bottom six, hard. though. The bottom six. Very hard to just get rid of, man. And that's where I trust Clarko will find the right role players. Um, just quickly before we move on, there is a bit of talk picking up about priority pick again. For North again? For North again. 
Now, reason being, not wow. just our form, because again, the justification of getting it last year, it's the same shit this year, but we have been unlucky with injuries this year again. LDU's been out, Simkin concussed three times, Logue's just done his ACL, Mackay missed the first quarter of the season. It's not like we've had the full go at it and we're still bad. Like, not defending a lot of these players, obviously, I've ranted about already, but it probably could have been a bit better given a bit of unluckiness to some key senior poolers of our team. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just wondering what you guys think about that situation. No. You say no? Why? Did you guys get one last year? Yeah, you but we had to trade it. We had to trade it and we got in Logan Tucker. Our, our what do you mean you had to trade it? They gave us it with the asterisks. You have to trade it for players. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, it's it's either it's you, you've got pick. It was second and a third round pick. Use it, uh, uh, trade it. Otherwise, it's void, basically. Yeah, well, it still helped. Yeah, I think it, it got us Logan Tucker. Honestly, I think we need an actual pick. Give us an actual pick. Like this I don't time. know if I agree. Like I, yeah, it wouldn't matter either way. But I think doing it this way doesn't hinder other teams because those players that are wanting out are going to leave anyway. You might as well get a pick off North. So yeah, true. That's fair call. That's I fair say call. give it. Everyone can get stuffed if they disagree. To be honest, like yeah. you, you watch a team win three games every year for four years and then tell me you don't want to pick. Man, Carlton yeah. was has been shivered twenty years. They never got a priority pick. So, well, you should have got one. To be honest, like yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but you know what? It's a thing. Hey, now that our team can, you know, to, can, if it's a thing, uh, give it to us. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You watch this crap Dean, every Dean week. Wants out, bro. He, he has to stay here and watch North. We get to party in the sun. So. No, no, true, true. Right. Like, give give him his picks, so he's not. Yeah, give me my picks, man. Give him his picks. I'm give a draft guy. Picks. Give my picks. All right. All right. Sorry for draining it for everyone that yeah. doesn't care about North. Next game. That was a long <laughs> North segment. I'm sorry. I had to get off my chest. That's enough North for six weeks, I think. Yeah, probably. All right, Bombers v Crows. Man, flowers to the Bombers. I tipped the Bombers. Mm, did you? Did. Yeah. I didn't. They they <laughs> nearly, nearly beat Port and I'm like, you know what, these guys can play and they can. Mm. And Adelaide, the same old story, man. How many times are we going to say they can't win away from home? Another time, I guess, right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they're... they're oh, look, I'll be honest, I didn't watch the game. I wasn't able to. I, was, I think I was working at the time. But... Yeah, no. Nah. Essendon, the, some of the top end talent on their team. Yeah. Like Merritt, I think, yeah, he's definitely the second or third best player this year. Like Dacos and then it's him. You, think, you think so? Yes. Merritt, especially since Arkham maybe around eight, nine or something like that, has gone crazy, man. Like he's consistently, you know, a huge amount of disposals and he equips that with effective kicking as well. So mm. it's just, it's, it's that it's like yeah, it's like Dacos where it's a high accumulator but a really skillful ball user as well. Yeah. I think he's taken he's taken the captaincy this year and I think it's really helped. They took it off Heppel and Heppel's one of those captains where it's like, all right, he was been he was a good player for a long time, but now he's kind of the captain and we kind of want to drop him, but he's the captain situation, right? Mm-hmm. But they've taken the captaincy off him and he's actually performed to a higher standard than he has over the last couple of years, right? Um but if you look at their top ballers, uh, Merritt Parrish, Nick Martin, who's just turning into a monster. Yeah. That, Archie, Archie he was, Perkins. He was an SSP selection, wasn't he? Yeah. Nick Martin. That is the best value pick. Yeah. Amazing. Of all time. Amazing. Of all time. Tell, tell me who's been a better value. And this is what I mean <laughs> by having a AFL skill and then work ethic. Like this guy is quick mm. and he's got good IQ and he's pretty skillful. He kicks goals, man. Yeah. How did he... How did he slip? He kicked, he kicked five goals on de- debut. It was unbe- I, remember, I remember that. That was unbelievable, man. Good A. Good on A. Shout out to the Essendon team, um, selectors, organizers, recruiters, whatever they call them these days. 
whatever, you know. They, they've got some nice players at Bombers. Like, if you if Perch, Perkins is getting better and better, had a great year. McGrath's kind of just fine. I mean, he had 31 possessions off the halfback. I don't really notice him much, but he's yeah. not a, obviously not a bad player. Peter Wright, really good pickup. Mm. Um, and you know what? Their high first-round pick this year, probably one of the highest picks they've had for years, hasn't even played yet. Sardis mm. could be a gun. He's showing and some Nick good Cox form. hasn't played either. Nick Cox. Remember Nick Cox? The week yeah, the yeah. The, oh, man, everyone used to froth Nick Cox because it was like this 200-centimeter dude who could run. And yeah. it was like... It was, it was an odd. It was he was odd to watch, but you know, yeah, he was he's highly touted. Uh, ben Hobbs as well, and then yeah. Kyle Langford, who I think you mentioned last week, um, another three goals straight. He was a first round draft pick midfielder, all Australian squad. They know he, why not? You heard it here. You heard it here first, man. But Shout don't you think it's Dana. weird? Like he was an all Australian. Sorry, not all Australian. A first round midfield pick mm. years ago. Could never get his body right. Never got his body right. Now he's come back and been a forward, and he's just plugged in a hole and is benefiting the team massively. He's not playing midfield. It's one of those ones. Sometimes the medium forward can be bad in the sense that they're not tall enough to take marks. They're not quick enough to play small. But then there's the good medium forward. And the Mm. good medium forward has elite IQ, Mm. knows where to be, and just becomes a nuisance for that reason. So Mm. I, I think, man, you can't ignore it. Every week you're looking at the scoreboard, he's kicked two or three. Well, that's it, man. Gotta respect that. Someone's got to put the goals in, man. And yeah. If that's him, you know, yeah, he should be. He should be up there. He should be getting that respect uh, in the All Australian squad at least. Hundred percent, man. Oh. Um, I did want to mention as well. So I was watching this game, and in the third quarter, I must say the Crows gave it everything they had. They put Essendon under the pump, mm. and then you look up at the end of the quarter. Essendon's won the quarter by a point. Yeah, that was where I thought, you know what, this team's legit. They they work hard, the Bombers. They and um they they can play pretty. Hard burst footy as well, mm. um, but they did the damage in the first half. You know, yeah. I think the scoreboard actually is fluttering. In the yes, end. it is in the end because yeah, the crows piled on a few late. Um, I will say, yeah, we mentioned the crows, their away form just not being good enough. Yeah, I'm looking at their run home. They've got four of the next six games are at home. Yeah, now one of them's against Port, so that's a tough one. Then we're thinking, okay, this week's the Giants. The other home games are against Sydney and the Suns. So they'll win a couple more. But then the way they're going, they're, they're going to lose to the Lions at the Gabba, for example, Melbourne at the G. So tell you what, if they miss out on the eight, it's their own fault. Yeah. Because you got to be better, you know, you got to be better in both, you know, at, at every ground. You know? I was telling this to a mate at work. It's like, it's almost like they need someone to hypnotize them. You know what I mean? Be like, <laughs> This is the Adelaide Oval. This is the Adelaide. Seriously, just something, you know. This is the best pocket. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best. See that pocket there? You know, yeah. It's they. They need to do something. Like, um, yeah. I just wanted to say as well, if the finals did start this week, Bombers in fifth hosting the Cats. That's fun. <laughs> and then Saints hosting the Dogs. Bombers in fifth is the weirdest thing you've ever said, bro. That feels so off. <laughs> Bombers in fifth. Deserved, but deserved. Speaking, you know what? Speaking of deserved, right? It's time, I think. Unless you guys really had some stuff to say, some important stuff. No, you're good. You're good. I think that there's some more important things to attend to. The last game of the round. Da 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 da. Louder. Da 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 da. Hey. Da 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 da. I said I'd G up if we won, man. I can't believe we actually won. I didn't even watch the game, bro. <laughs> but you didn't just 
I didn't even watch. I was at Chadston doing last minute shopping for suitcases, trying to buy shoes. Someone didn't teach me how to buy shoes, man. Uh, I can't find a white sneaker anywhere in Chaddy. They're all just this messed up, weird yeah. ass hybrid sneaker. She did Chadston. Just embrace it, man. Man, honestly, in that. Someone teach me to shop. But I wasn't watching. But anyway, I was at Chaddy and I was like, oh, I wonder how the boys are doing. Check it on. And I see like Fremantle's on like 16 points. So you know when you see it on your phone, you, you can only see 16. And then you have to scroll down to see what Carlton is. This is fan footy, by the way. Yeah, is. this is fan footy, which is the only place to watch any, to get any f- football content. And then I scroll down. I'm like, oh, 16. That seems a bit low. That must mean Carlton's 55. And then I'm like, oh, we've, we've done it. And then I, I check my messages and all the bo- all my Carlton mates are like, bro, what, what's this? <laughs> Good football? Yeah, I don't think any of them were even watching. They just expected a loss. Well, you, were up, you were up 84 to 20 at three-quarter time. It would, we sloshed them. Use another word. We Sloshed. we slapped them. We served them on a platter. You monstered them. Yeah, we monstered them. I'll tell you what, the top Carlton performance here, as per fan footy, is a sight to behold, yeah? Walsh, Mackay, Cripps, Newman, Doherty, Chera, Kennedy, Saad, Kerno, Akers. Everyone and, just stood up, man. Yeah, no, they, we, we just destroyed them. The weirdest thing is we didn't have a Ruckman <laughs> up against Darcy <laughs> and the curly-haired guy. And then what I'm saying is we had... Um, Silvani, he had two hitouts, bro. Silvani had two hitouts and and Young, <laughs> ten hitouts, ten hitouts against like sixty hitout Sean Darcy, fifty eight, <laughs> and we won all the contested ball. It meant it meant nothing. Yeah. Ruckman don't matter apparently. But, but how how did we win that game, bro? I we didn't honestly, just win. We smashed them, and we smashed Gold Coast, and we smashed the Hawks. And what I'm saying is the Blues are back. That you can't. <laughs> You can't smash three teams like that so convincingly with our midfield just clapping them that hard. We're back, bro. And Wait. you know we're gonna beat we're gonna beat Port. And I tell you why we're gonna beat Port. Oh. I'm gonna be on the plane not watching it, and they're gonna win. They're gonna win while I can't see it because right. that's what they are. We'll get back sense. to that in a second. Everyone sense. that's watching this podcast, Carlton found or not, go to your kitchen right now, open the cupboard, get every pot, throw the lid off. Yeah, the lid's <laughs> off. Boy. Throw it in the bin. Lids are off. Uh, Look, it's actually doable. It's actually doable. One win out. You know what? Mm. I'm looking at your fixture right here. It's not just that we won. Like yeah. We've won our last three games so convincingly out of the middle. Yeah. The boys are on. Walsh is on. Cripper's back. Kennedy's a monster. Well, Chera, you know, the first time they've gone Chera, like, oh, could Chera be an All-Australian, you know? Yeah, Chera is... He's, he's a You're going to have to earn it in the next three weeks, yeah? yeah. And we... You have to earn it. Like, I'm not expecting to get in without earning it, right? So, there's Port, there's Collingwood in there, there's Melbourne That's in the there. The next three weeks is Port, Eagles, Collingwood. Yeah. We've got to win two of those. Got to win two. So, I think I think Port is the, the one we need to win. It's at home. They're due for a loss. Um, and I think our midfield can match it with them. And we've got momentum. Well, they do too. But I think... <laughs> I don't think we can beat Collingwood. Mm. Or just something I just don't think we can beat Collingwood. It's it's just Collingwood. It's we the can't do it. Yeah, we can't do it. But um, I think we can beat Port, then beat West Coast, lose to Collingwood, and then whoever's next. Interesting. You got to beat Port though. You got to beat Port. If you don't beat Port, don't even don't even show up. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. It's too late. It's interesting as well because the last three games are sort of increased in difficulty. You've passed every test, like you said. I didn't expect to pass this test, but we yeah. didn't just pass it, man. But you know the most annoying thing? We lost so many games. Every subpar challenge that we had this year after like West Coast was a loss. Mm. We lost against every like 
all, all of them. I think we lost six in a row, and we also lost two games before the West Coast one. So eight, like we're talking like Adelaide, Bulldogs, Essendon, Collingwood, whoever else was around that mark, we lost. Say we win two of those games, two out of eight, then we're like fifth at the moment. Mm. Like how can you let the season slip that badly, man? Yeah, it'll be your own fault if you if don't you make it. if you if Carlton won half of those, mm. we'd be like as supporters, oh, you know, at the time we would have been a little bit disappointed that we're not winning more, right? Because mm. we were on a roll and we, we thought we were something this year. Just win half and we're probably top four. That's yeah. how cra- that's how stupid the situation we are in. It was the way you lost as well. A lot of those games was just not even scoring fifty nothing. points. Yeah, if you were in some really cracking games and just fell short, just fell short, it wouldn't be so negative. It's almost like we've done our absolute best to not make finals, <laughs> and then there's a last final hope of a couple of games to try and make it happen. Like, come on, bro! I'll tell you what, though, your percentage is more or less equal. Or and we have West Coast. Actually, you, yeah, your percentage is better currently than Essendon's in fifth. It's better than the Saints. It's better than the Dogs. And we have West Coast. And you've got West Coast. So West Coast should we should win by West Coast by sixty points minimum. So you guys at least will have that percentage, you know, advantage over about three teams in the eight. That's something. Yeah, that's that's a that's an entire win. You know, Um, yeah, it is. Oh, look, we'll see what happens, man. But it, look, it'll be disappointing (laughs) at the end of the year. We're going to be put out later. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Look, I, I, you can't expect Carlton to beat Port, but I just feel like. If there's one team to do it right now, it'd just be hilarious if it's Carlton. Yeah, fair enough. There's something and, to be... And I'll put you what, Walsh against Rosie and Butters. Ooh. In the same draft, Walsh got to show him his top dog. Oh, yeah. He's going to puff out the chest. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Fair but yeah, look, Carlton's pressure has been really, really the, really good over the last couple of weeks. And the game against Frio, it wasn't even like a transition game. It was kind of just like a wrestling match. People were like throwing each other, picking it up, kicking it up in the sky trying to mark it, throwing each other to the ground. It just it was just really hard contested and they just they just said, you know what, we're gonna find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is uh Newman has come back over the last couple of weeks, very clearly an important player. Because he was injured for a couple of weeks and we we're just not not performing. So kind of a rando, mm-hmm. but cl- clearly important. Our best players are back, like Wiedering's playing really good football again. Mackay's kind of got his form back. Kerno's always been good. Chera's always been good. Walsh and Cripps are back. They just got a bit of the, that kind of grunt back. So, we'll see. Nice. I reckon, uh, before we head on to the tips, you know, I love doing a little segment. Really should have done it earlier in the show as well. But, you know, better late than never, I reckon. Um, so, we're going to do, guess, how did I how did I word it last time? Just so I could, just out of, out of consistency. I think you said, and, um, give me those TikTok views. Give me those TikTok views. Um <laughs> Guess the stat leaders. That's what it was. <laughs> so we're going to do guess the stat leaders and we're going to do, let's have a little look. We're going to go with, uh, nah, I'm, nervous. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Stat. <laughs> there was one that I was looking at earlier. Yeah, right, we'll do this one. We're going to do tackles. So Ooh. Okay. for <laughs> Western Bulldogs. Libba. Incorrect. Who tackles more than Libba, bro? Bond? Yeah. Okay. Bont is that boy now, man. He's he's angry. <laughs> he does and he's everything. Tackling. Yeah. Anytime it's Bulldogs, just say Bont. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But uh, Libba wasn't that far away though. All right, um, Geelong, Blitzers, Blitzer for tackles. Yeah, maybe tackles. Tom, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Yeah, yeah, well done, well done, boys. Well done, boys. <laughs> All right. How about the Sydney Swans? Parker. No. Oh, Robottom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
Oh, this guy, dude knows his stats, man. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with Brisbane. Dunkley. Dunkley. Well done. Has well to done. be Dunkley. Yeah. All right, how about St Kilda? Jack Crouch. Jack Steele. It was Brad Crouch. Oh, okay. Which feels wrong. That okay. feels, that feels, feels wrong. about right to me. No, no, <laughs> no that's disgusting. He's, you know what? That, Steele's literally three off. So, um, how He's about footy as well? Steele's a great tackler. Yeah. Okay. How about Port Adelaide? Don't tell me it's like a pal pepper. I'll lose my mind. No. JHF. No. JHF. He's got no. a ferocious tackle though. What's that? Butters. No. Why did Joe Jeff get that reaction? He's a good tackler, bro. Wines? No, not wines. Bro, the port one's a weird one. I don't what know, about Dersma? Dersma? He's a completely uncontested bro, player. Bro, Dersma isn't even playing footy. Willem Drew? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was going to be my next one. Dersma. I'm getting dude. roasted here. Bro, Give me a break. Dersma, this guy hasn't even watched a port game ever. No, <laughs> I don't. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, next team. We'll go with West Coast. Jimby. Yes. <laughs> well done. Well done. He's the only guy that tackles on that team. Yeah. Uh, how about Collingwood? Oh, this is an interesting one. Tom Mitchell? Yes. Oh, this has been too easy. <laughs> this has been too easy. Like, it's this, not... This is the clear tackler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne. Viney. Yeah. This is too easy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, let's, let's do another... We're going to do another... Uh, we're going to do another stat just to make it a little bit more uh, difficult because you guys are just... I'm proud of the road bottom one. Yeah, no, I'd, that's I would probably be the too. cheek. That's you should cheek. be proud, George. I would thank be too. I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, you I'm, I'm very proud of you, lads. All right, you know what? Here we're going to do something a bit different. We're going to do guess the stat leaders, but you're going to tell me the top 10, right? So we're going to go with kicks. Name me a player. Dacos. As uh, in total kicks for the season? Yes, total kicks oh. for the season. Dacos, correct. He's, Luke, he's Luke, number seven. Luke so let me, Ryan. Let me, let me finish what I was going to say. Sorry, bro. I'm, 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 See, you know, look at this guy. Dude's, dude's thirsty, man. Nick Dacos is seventh. Okay. Uh, Luke Ryan? Luke Ryan is number one. Jordan Dawson? Jordan Dawson is number five. Sicily? Sicily is not in the top ten. Ooh, too many injuries or suspensions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Stewart? Tom Stewart is number eight. Lloyd? Lloyd is not in the top 10. So how many have we got so far? Um, you have... I, I don't even know. I can't. <laughs> it's hard to track. Yeah, no, nah, it is hard to track. Uh, you got four of them so far. What about... A bit of a smoky Dan Houston? Nah, not not. He's a bit more of a handball guy. No, no. Yeah. Led? Too many handballs. No. Who gets a lot of the ball? Petrarca? No. Who's the kick-in merchants at the moment? Yeah, actually, that's a good that's a good one. Um, Wanganu Malera? Yes, number six. Oh, wow, that's okay. nice. Okay. Caleb Daniel? No. What about Nick? Uh, Nick Blackie's missed a few games. Is he on the list? No. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. We're just starting naming players, I guess. Yeah. Um, Does it have to be Backman? I wonder. What about Petrarca? No, I said Petrarca. No, oh, no. you said him. Um, one of them specifically I find really interesting. Actually, there's a few. There's a couple of really interesting ones. We're on the right track. Yeah, you are. Oh. You are. All right. We've got about That's, half. I think I'm going to start giving you guys hints. So we're going to go with a dude who's one of the better wing wing players, I would say, in the game. He plays in New South Wales. A wing in New South Wales? Yeah. He's a deadly kick. George, kick. One of Georgie's favorites. Josh Kelly? No. Swans or Jones? Swans. Campbell? 
No. Oh, Golden. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. the Golden so, makes sense. That's, yeah. Golden is number four. Yeah, we should pick Golden. All right. Um, a teammate of Wanganin Malera. Sinclair. Yes, number three is Sinclair. Oh wow, okay. That makes sense. He just listed how many disposals he's getting. And yeah. he's a big kick player. Yeah. Um now we'll go with um a Essendon player. Merritt? No. Redmond? Yes. Mm. Mason Redmond. Makes sense. Uh and now there's two more players, right? One Gold Coast player. Lacocious? No. I like the guess though. Anderson? Mm. Yes. Yeah. No one Anderson. No Anderson. He gets a lot of the ball. He's got he's number nine. Kicks, kicks though, I like it. Yeah. And Redmond was number ten. I don't know if I said Makes that. Makes sense because Rail does all the dirty work and he kicks it. Mm. Well, right. he still does dirty work. Not, as, not know, as dirty he's as more of a, He's more of a kicker than a handballer. Rail's dirtier though. All right. Last one. Plays for North Melbourne. She's? No. Zebul. Yes. Zebul. And that's why he needs to retire because he's taking too many kicks. Yeah. He's taking too many kicks from other players.